Please listen carefully. So total, I'm going to be spending $400 today in 2.5 seconds. Is that what I'm going to be doing? <laughs> What's up, sisters? Welcome back to another episode of Everyone and Their Sister, the podcast that is just like listening to your friends who don't stop talking. I'm Christina. I'm Natasha. And I'm Stephanie. And yes, I did act a little something extra to the intro, and everyone looked too surprised. <laughs> All of our hosts, it took a minute. There was a space in between that I'm Christina and I'm Natasha. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with him. I was like, what's she going to say? Is she going to insult us? <laughs> I have never been more uplifted in my life than I was when recently a listener, a new contender for number one Fran, uh, posted on Fran? Twitter that... <laughs> Listen, it's friend. Early, I'm falling apart. Our number one fan. Oh, fan and uh, friend, though. So, Fran. Fan and friend. So, Fran. I was right. Thank you. Oh, exactly. shit. Okay. Um, when they posted on Twitter that the reason they realized they like listening to us, it's like listening to genuine, like, friends talk about things they're passionate about and, like, get super into it. And, like, that's what she likes with the podcast. I was like, oh, wow. Am I crying? Yes. Yeah. Quote, I think I, I'm crying. <laughs> I believe we all shed a tear on that day. So there we go. That's our hook. It is like listening to the people that realistically in real life, you're like, wow, I wish they would stop talking about this. No. But you can just pause the episode and come back to it when you feel like it. So there you go. This is better. Don't you want for us to not have a real jobs and this be our full time? You could get us more, more episodes from us if this was our full time gig. So. That's what I'm saying. We are planning a summer break. We're still defining dates. So oh. like you will, there will be at some point a month where you <laughs> won't have any episodes realized. I still realized. plan to take a but vacation. Real talk, this is our full-time job. That wouldn't happen. That would never happen. So tell your friends to listen. we have nothing to do nine to five except talk to each other. Yeah, but we can record episodes in advance. Okay. This was the only thing that we did. All that to say, tell your friends to listen to us. Okay. Everyone in your sister podcast, find us anywhere. Rate and subscribe. Leave us a review. Just make us super popular. It's in your hands as the listeners uh, to get us a sponsorship from HelloFresh so that you can learn all the things about HelloFresh that you've learned a hundred thousand times in your lives already between Mm -hmm. YouTube and podcasts, but learn it one more time from us. And maybe be like, hey, Spotify, you know, you know what you need an original podcast of? These people, (laughs) these three lunatics. Love that for us. Uh, Going into this episode, we are about to talk about, okay, so once again, shout out to our fans, our listeners, our fucking bros, okay? Shout out to Shanice, who was such a big fan of this Amazon Prime show, Panic, that she could not stop talking about it, that it stuck in Steph's brain. And I believe the direct quote from Steph, that was from Shanice, was there is a makeout in episode four that is so hot I had to like calm down. And that that was the th- hook that Steph needed to then tell us that we should watch it. And my favorite part is we were all hanging out at my place and we were like, okay, why don't we just like start an episode of this and see if we like it? And then <laughs> 10 hours, 10 hours, these hoes stayed in my house from like 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. or whatever 10 hours is yep. <laughs> to watch the entire season. And I'm not going to lie, after a full year of being locked away, that was a fun night. I had a great time. We screamed. <laughs> 
We did. We were losing our minds. There was one point I had my hoodie up and I looked insane. I could feel it, but yeah. I did not care. I was so, like, thank God your neighbors probably couldn't hear us, right? Like the walls seemed thick so. enough in that building. That... And so going into that, let's talk about the show that wrecked us for a full night. <laughs> it had us enthralled. <laughs> let's talk about Panic, Steph. What is the IMDb uh, plot of this show? First, I should clarify that Shanice told Kara to watch that. And oh. Kara was the one that said, I was hot and bothered by this makeup scene on a car. And that was me saying, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, but, that needed to be clarified because Shanice then should not get credit for knowing exactly what would get you in. Yeah. I, it was in a group chat, but like Shanice was already mad at me because I didn't. <laughs> additional note. <laughs> Shanice told me to watch Peaky Blinders, and I didn't tell, and I didn't say that it was her. She, but like, also I wanted to watch it, so like, it's a it's a gray area. Anyways, this is the, this is this is Steph's leverage situation, <laughs> like my leverage yeah. to Christina. Still fuming a little bit. The embers they slowly die out, but not very quickly. Okay, so. Uh, Google description. Every summer in a small Texas town, graduating seniors compete in a series of challenges which they believe in their only chance to escape their circumstances and make their lives better. So we're following our main girl, Heather Nill, as she tries to win the monies. Um, Nat, you want to go in, in, in depth? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I... this Really, this show is about five people it's about ray it's about bishop it's about heather it's about nat it's about dodge which is very unlike the book i even like wrote little notes for them ray wants to fuck everything bishop fake friend zone heather white as fuck terrible mother nat sly or too obviously shady as fuck best friend and then dodge nothing until ray shows up like, literally, do not care until Ray shows up in his, like, vicinity. That's the only time I care about Dodge. So, like, other than that, like, like a very, like, obvious, like, revenge feeling is coming from this. But basically, in the show, in this tiny town called Carp, which is, like, the, what is this? Like, fucking Animal Crossing? I freaking hate this name. This <laughs> town. Carp. But... <laughs> Basically, this um, game runs around after the senior year every year, um, and they start the show with, like, showing that two people from the last year actually died in the game. So, like, they're dangerous events. It's like, what's that show called? X Factor, but, like, for kids? <laughs> but, like, still bad. <laughs> but you could die. X Factor, but you yeah, could Yeah, but die. you could essentially die. And it's just, like, there's, like, a hidden entity two judges that like run the games i guess but like the games are the same every year so you have to do like crazy things that like you would dare your friends to do basically like walk across a plank across like a dangerous like creepy metal building at a like abandoned farm or something or like cross the road blindfolded or like walk across a bridge like it's like shit like that and i think there's like i want to say like there's three levels right what's it three or more in terms of, like, rounds, there were more. Yeah. Okay, there were more. I can't remember. Honestly, the only thing I can remember is sexual tension, okay? <laughs> Hold on. Before we get too deep in sexual tension, I want to say sexual tension. I want to say something. X Factor is a reality <laughs> show about singing. Fuck. I think you mean, like, wipe fear out, factor. but you Fear die. Factor. Fear, fear Factor. factor. There oh you God, go. Hilarious. 
Because the whole time you're talking X Factor, I was like, like with Simon Cowell? <laughs> I literally what? was like, is it X Factor? I don't know. I honestly do, don't watch them, so I don't know. I was obsessed with Fear Factor. I had to low key Google it while you were talking because I was like, am I wrong? Do I? <laughs> no, is you're, it called something you're else? Correct. <laughs> Amazing. Um, basically, so like obviously, like the whole show is around like these games and like whether they're gonna win. Heather only joins the games because her mom, her terrible, terrible fucking mother, Oof. steals her money that she's gonna use for school. Which, first of all, Heather, where's your fucking bank account? <laughs> I know shit or like put your money in a book find a better hiding spot shit it's it's not that small of a town that there is no bank in the town (laughs) she hit them okay i could almost say that like if she's underage do her parents need to be on her bank account like i don't know i don't know i fully agree with you that she she hid this money in a shoebox in the bottom of her sister's dresser her sister's a small child your mother's never gonna go into your sister's dresser yeah like girl again your mother has never read a book in her life you could absolutely put in a book get a pamphlet for like a rehab center and put the money in there and your mother will never take a look at it yeah yeah and like the whole like home like trailer situation kind of reminded me of um courtney summers actually like it felt like very much like Ooh, this shit's gonna get dark vibes like some sadie vibes going on with the younger sister and then like it just didn't go there which is fine we were only there for the sexual tension it's fine <laughs> Um, but like the whole show, like even like it focuses on actually like the police as well, trying to like figure out where these games are being held because one of the people that died is the sheriff's son and his, the other person that died is a sheriff's son's girlfriend, if that makes sense. Correct. Um, and like, this is like a huge difference from the book from what I remember because like I read this book like back in like 2014 I literally just checked it 2014 so many freaking like who cares like at that point like <laughs> is it even the same book no it's not even though Lauren Oliver the author of the book re- screen wrote this show she wrote it I think complete with like a completely different intention because like from what I read from what I remember from the book like there like Nat was completely different in the book like she had like OCD and like yeah like she's like a completely different she probably was white let's be honest <laughs> probably all the characters were white i can't fully remember <laughs> but small town seems, in texas probably yeah yeah like that seems likely um so that was like a good difference but also like the police aren't really much of a factor in the book like they show up at the end of the book pretty much when the games end and that's pretty much it like i think it ends with like the lights going off and also i think i remember dodge being more involved with heather i don't think it was like a romantic relationship but they ally versus like in the show it's a little bit different during the games that i think rolls really well into the idea of talking about like okay what did we like about the show because the way they included the cops investigating panic mm-hmm. and where that all goes This show was incredibly well done. I don't want to go too deep into spoilers because you could totally be listening to this and not have watched it yet, and you really should. But one thing I will say for the show in terms of what I loved and the whole way the police storyline unfolds ties into this is that this show was excellent 
at giving you the pieces you needed to figure out what was going on so that when they had the big reveals, it was incredibly satisfying without coming out of nowhere, but also without being so obvious that it was like, duh, we saw that coming. Like it was just the right amount of breadcrumbs to take you to certain things. That was where for me watching my crazy hoodie moment came in because I just screamed out, it was vengeance. Like I knew in my heart, but I knew it because they did a really good job at leading you there without telling you explicitly what was going to happen. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I will say, um, Lauren Oliver does kind of write like that in the book because like when I was reading my I assume because when I was reading my review I said she literally gives you just enough information for you to draw your own conclusions when she's writing which like is almost exactly what you said wow should I read her books now I mean Mm. no (laughs) like like let's be honest the content isn't great but her writing she's a very well written author I will say like she's written like tons of books and she has practice and you can tell she just like could like maybe switch up the storyline i really enjoyed before i read her debut book when it came out before i fall and i really oh yeah enjoyed it but do you think they made the police plotline more of a focus because they wanted it to appeal to like adults adult us viewers oh i think okay i'll be real i think they just needed to pad out to make a book into a tv show and they were like, oh. how do we evolve this? And they picked a very good storyline. Like, I don't think it went further than that, to be honest. And we're back. Uh, <laughs> that's our clean cut. If you were like, that's weird. You didn't leave for me. You're saying as a listener in the audience right now, don't worry about it. We're protecting you from spoilers that maybe that we accidentally dropped. So we've cut that out now. And I've mm-hmm. put in a little note here so that you know that we cut it out because we love you. That's what. That's a gift we are giving to you is letting you know that we like you enough to cut out the funny things that we say when they might tell you too much about a show. Just like the gift that Ray Nicholson as Ray Hall gives us. Good segue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me me tell you, you, we all know what I care about, okay? We all know. Yep. So when you have this man having a soliloquy on a car talking about romance and love, (laughs) um, I think I stood up from my chair and I was like, oh, here we are. This is what everyone has been talking about. They told me episode four, you have to stay to episode four for this to pay out for you. And they were right. And they were right. Um, uh, guys, he goes down on her twice in one. Tr- is that? Oh, shit. <laughs> Do we, should I have to cut that out? No, no we let's leave it in. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Shook. Shook. That, that was in a teen show. Shook. And this man, I saw this man. Okay. They kept telling me beforehand, they're like, Ray Nicholson, Ray Nicholson. I'm like, whatever. I looked at his photo on Google. I'm like, I'm not into this guy whatsoever. But when he's talking what to her change. literally this close together, nose touching, I was like, well, okay, sure, why not? His, like, With stupid little you. dimple in his stupid little face. And every and time he, he had, looks at anybody angrily, I'm like, are you going to fuck them? Like, are you, is that what's going to happen? Chaotic energy. He has chao- chaotic energy, chaotic, chaotic energy. outfits. We're- absolutely about it we love that open shirt oh we God. love the nipple action we want his little like man boobs out there the, the costume designer for this character was like free the nips get his titty meat out there and they did 
and I loved it. Not if this man was not wearing a button up shirt unbuttoned to the fucking navel, he was wearing a shirt with like armholes that were so long, they might as well have not existed. Basically, he was wearing a cape so you could get Mm -hmm. the side meat. Mm -hmm. It was, was, can I tell you, peek behind the curtains. We formatted out this episode so it could be like a little bit more streamlined and we're like, okay, let's spend time on this, time on this. We, I knew, I knew that Ray would be a big part of this and yet we lasted with two minutes of things that we liked before we got immediately into the Ray, and Ray section. He's the only because thing we really love. Like, it's, un, it's unexpected because I remember he comes in and let's be real, first episode Mm-mm. You know where this is going. It's played out. It's tired. Yeah, you didn't want him. He I didn't a... want to care. I, I was like, care I that hate he... this man. Oh, get him out of here. Yeah. He spends the, the very first introduction you have, you learn that he spent the last four years bullying the only black kid in this yeah. town to steal his lunch money and every single he day. He says in another episode, that's a bit cliche, isn't it? And I was like, Ray! <laughs> we knew. He looked in our soul and was like, mm, I know what you want, okay? And, but he was like, I think the exact words I said were, I'm mad that I'm charmed. Because Mm -hmm, a little bit, Mm -hmm. he was mildly charming. And then the episodes go on, and I shit you not if he doesn't keep that shit up. Even in situations where it doesn't make sense for him to be charming, like the conversation that Steph is talking about with them, (laughs) nose touching, he's looking at her and he's like, literally, we are so poor. We're from the fucking trash. (laughs) No one in this town. Let's be trash together. (laughs) Literally, I'm like, okay. If you pull out the words that he's saying, this is not a romantic sentiment, my friend. No. But the way he says them, she was mm-hmm. into it. Into it. I and I like, think, I think what we specifically said is this man has big, like, bi wife energy, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he's the bi wife. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's not that he has a bisexual wife. He is the bisexual wife because every single person he came to. It was like, okay, but now now you kiss. Like, he could have ended up with anyone, and I probably would have been satisfied. Like, it's hard for me to believe that this is Jack Nicholson's son. Like, I don't get it. Shook it. But also, like, this is a note. If Ray Nicholson ever gets to this podcast, <laughs> keep freeing that titty. <laughs> keep it. Never, never close your shirt ever again, sir. Leave yeah. him out. Leave him out. Like, the fact that I have to Google his... Yes, I did Google his titties. I the only scenes are from Panic. Like, what what are you doing, sir? Why are you wearing all these fucking suits? I know you're like a celeb or whatever, but just <laughs> open your damn shirt. I also was like upset to find out he was Jack Nicholson's son because once you said it, I was like, oh yeah, like you yeah. can see it. And then I'm like, god damn it! Now that's stuck with me. Now I know that information forever. How dare! But he's he... like, I can't see Jack Nicholson being that charming even when he was younger. No way. This is what I struggle with. Like, okay, we were not children. Like, we were not people who could watch things that Jack Nicholson would have been in when he was young and seemingly attractive. Our parents were. So, like, the older generation that was, like, obsessed with Jack Nicholson to the point where he was allowed to be in romantic comedies, like... Is that us in 20, 30 years? Like, is it going to turn out that Ray Nicholson is actually incredibly problematic? But 25 years from now, we'll be looking at the youths and we'll be like, no, but you don't understand his nipples. They were iconic. They changed the face of uh, they changed the face of television. Can you imagine? Oh, Ray Nicholson. Raymond. So 
Raymond, oh, Raymond. Raymond Nicholson. I, I do believe that was the joke we had. What do you think his full name is? And it was like Raymond Willington the Third or something like that. And then it, it turned out we were kind of right. 100% we were right. His energy. And you know what? You know that, that scene on the car, real hot, whatever. <laughs> the scene on, on the boat, also really hot, whatever. The scene with Bishop... <laughs> When There's Bishop, a moment. Like, this is not like a, this is not a huge spoiler, but Bishop whips off his glasses and he comes at Ray, and I was like, "Let's do it! Let's do!" It. Like I was, mm. <laughs> even him and Dodge at the end, when he's like tr- talking to him about some shady shit going. On, I'm like, "Oh, oh, okay, sure." When oh yeah, 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 romance, perhaps. The best I can say is like they're about to throw down in that moment, but it's like it's that kind of throw down where you think they're like. They're going to, like, wrestle for a moment, but then they have that moment where they're, like, their faces are touching each other, and they're, like, laying on the mm-hmm. ground, and then they realize, like, oh, you know what two feelings are right next to each other? Hate and hate fucking. So as we have talked about Ray's big bisexual energy, and spent a fucking whole ass minute on what we liked about the rest of the show, we'll come back to it, we'll talk about it, but what are some of the things that we were not a fan of? I have to say, like, clearly because this was a teen show... And it was made in 2018. They were like, okay, we need to sprinkle in the diversity. So her entirely white crew goes from a white female lead and two white friends to a white female lead and two friends of color. And Bishop is the only black kid in this whole town that you see ever. And he is, he starts off really sweet. Like, like they kind of, I, I think the exact line This is a big friend zone. Yeah, the exact line mm-hmm. I said was, oh, he has glasses, so you know that he's into his best friend. Like, you know that that's what's going on here, because he's wearing glasses. But, like, um, were you shocked they, that Heather was also into him? Like, that, I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I was a little bit surprised. But I have to say, it's it's almost impressive that you made me not root for him, considering True. at every yeah. point, I really should have. He was very much the underdog. He was there this whole time. They have a they have history yeah. together. They've been together for He's years rich. and years. <laughs> He's got money. His dad but his dad hates her, which is like okay. That's another thing. Like I this, have question I mean, like this is more of like a season two question. Like, are we gonna talk about like the dad? The dad's a judge, by the way. Like like I don't know the, if it's like a local judge or a federal judge, like who the fuck cares? But like like uh, what's his deal? Like why is he so shady? Do you think dad Hold on, I had a theory. The dad probably was into the mom, Heather's mom. Oh, I don't think that's Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Here's where you're wrong. Okay, this is what I think it is. The dad dad is rich in a town that does not have, that has like a very clear income disparity where you're either very poor or you're very rich. His son associating with someone very poor, there's, I'm sure, a million things going on with that of like, she's trying to trap you. She's going to get you pregnant and you're going to bring her over here. She's trash. You're not. I didn't do everything I did for you to have a good life for you to be into and marry. He even says to him at one point, like, you can get a lot of trouble with certain kind of girls. Like when he says he's just going to hang out with Heather, he's like, "Mm, here's why you're not going to. Because the added layer of him being black made me think, is it because she's white? (laughs) Because then you're correct. (laughs) 
Oh, I didn't even, I think the added layer of him being black, absolutely. But what the inter- interpretation I got from it, but I don't know that any of the white people that made the show were smart enough to be laying that in, or if it's just something you could pull from it, is that he is a successful black man in a town filled with incredibly poor white people. So his son is not about to be pulled into that world. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's, pro- like, you could absolutely talk about the idea that he, the work he had to do to be a successful black man in this town, his son is not, absolutely not going to be associated with anyone who isn't successful because he did not go through what he went through for his son to be hanging around trailer parks. You know what I mean? But Heather's yeah, smart. But I also think, I think there was like an added layer, like the way he talks about like being a judge and his son inheriting that. I think like... There was something added there, and I feel like that's something that's going to come up later. Like, I feel like there's like another family layer. legacy kind of thing. What yeah. happened to his mom, we don't really know, also. Every yeah. single child in this town had one parent only. Yeah, or like no parents. Or no that's parents. how they, let's, that's let's how they hook honest, up together. Did Ray actually have any parents other than like a, like a brother? Hey, his dad's in that jail. dad was there. Yeah, I was about to say, the dad was there to be in jail. And I think his grandfather at one point was in a scene to call Listen, him an that idiot. that doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> That's not real parenting. I didn't like the fact that Ray, our, our number our number one man, Ray, disappears for a bit. They, they, they've, they've given us the building blocks of a relationship between Heather and Ray. They gave us that, okay? He went down on her in a boat. And then for like three episodes, they don't talk to each other. But then at the end, this is a spoiler. I don't give a shit because this isn't the main plot, right? <laughs> they get together again. They have a literal romantic scene by a river. And you're telling me, I'm like, what? Like, why did you not give me? Why did you fulfill what I wanted here? You tell me it's not the main plot. But listening to you, there would be no way of knowing that. <laughs> listening to you, you would think this is the crux of the entire show. You and this know. is where I disagree with you. Because the show had a lot going on, and they yeah. gave you a lot of Ray and Heather. So the fact they have a couple episodes oh. where they're not in each other's face is fine. No, but I need that. Spoiler. Oh, this is also a spoiler. But where the fuck did the tiger go? <laughs> was it shot? I don't think it was shot. I think it got away. I think it just like had a little snack, oh. and then it walked away. It just it just ran away, right? That was yeah. what happened. That so was a wild a plot line. That was a. I think like think about that. That, that CGI was, tiger I was wild. Don't, I don't remember the tiger in the book, so I don't know if this was an added fact. I'm leaving the tiger talk in, okay? Because if you haven't watched the show, you could have you would have no idea what we're talking about because yeah. you would never expect a fucking tiger to show up in this. Just um, there's a random lady played. What? Okay. I don't know why you're obsessed with that fact. Listen. But also, what I, I love her. is we went to the point of like, you'll never guess that the tiger shows up in when and where. And then you were like, let me tell you the exact person that has the tiger. Okay, but like, she's just wild. She's like in there, but she's not really in there. Why does she know anything about this? Town? Who is she? <laughs> These are but questions also, I have. That tiger exists purely so it can eat someone. Like, that's it. <laughs> It's, that was he's the a whole gun. Plot he's a Chekhov's point. gun, 1,000%. Yeah. Like, that wild. tiger is like the moment he comes up, you're like, well, this won't end well. Is this just, is that tiger just going to roam the streets for a bit? Hunting off people that need to go? I had, there was a scene where you guys probably didn't notice, but I shed like a slight tear at the scene and it's so stupid. You know, this scene in the hotel, not the hotel, but like the motel or whatever. 
No. With, with the guy that does the announcement for the games. That yeah. fucking scene. Um, I was like, oh. <laughs> like, for this this show had a huge cast of characters. And I would say it they did. all had a purpose and they were all yeah. needed. Which is it hard to do. It was a very do. well done. For yeah. a, a YA show in particular, where I think even in the first episode, we're like, bruh, I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. What the fuck? More more characters, more people, more plot points. But by the end, I know almost everyone's yeah. name. That there's like the happen. lesbian couple that we were like, oh, there's some yeah. history here. There was, yeah. oh, the second announcer girl, the one with the crazy gray outfits. I loved her. I loved her. But yeah, yeah. they bring her in in like a very important way. And you're just like, oh shit! And then they show these—they show these people that should just be side characters that you don't care, give a shit about, having actual feelings about things, like the way that they act with compassion towards different characters, the way they like are like apologetic, the way like one sister knows the other sister, and like like you see like the relationships like completely mesh, and you're like, oh shit! Like, okay, like this <laughs> person much. has like a personality like i was like oh i just this could have just been written off as like a random side character i didn't give a shit about but like literally the only person that's like kind of two-dimensional are like the two dead kids and that's it and like even then it's because they literally haven't addressed like a very specific question i have about the dead kid but whatever which i think i figured out like you think i think we eat i think the idea is like we each have our own idea what's going to happen but like are we going to get into what we want from season two we will, but I think one thing with the Jackies, I actually think that even they ended up having a huge number of like motivations and personality with mm-hmm. them too, in people talking about them and what happened. Mm-hmm. It was true, yeah. It was very good in that sense, but I do think Steph, you're right. It's a good segue. Let's talk about what we want in season two. I mean, I want to. This is my unconventional what I want. I don't want it to be next year later. I want it to be four years in the future. And you want it to be a romance, Heather? And no, Ray? no, no, no. Nobody's I playing know, panic anymore. I want to know what Heather did or whoever did with their money. So I want it to be like you know when you finish university oh. and you come back home and you're like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? That is what I want to see because they're all my guesses are all would be coming back to their hometown to figure it out, and maybe something else is going around. There's maybe there's a court case going on. Who's to say? Well, and the people well, need to know, be witnesses. We know the games will continue because like clearly like, i don't get i don't want we i want, I want to know number about, one like i kind of want to know who the other judge was you know because there's two judges right we find out one of the judges which i won't reveal but like we oh, don't yeah. find out who the other judge is technically and i will say to that too like when we talk about how well this not to go backwards but when we talk about how well the show was written there was a moment where we were watching something and we were like oh man imagine if this is what happens and we specifically said if that doesn't happen we're better writers than lauren oliver because that would be amazing and then lo and behold 10 10 episodes later we it's exactly what happens and i was like that this is it she's a great writer she's excellent because Mm -hmm. wow we're amazing We know how to put a plot together. And what I want, and definitely what I want more from season two is a little bit more, oh, how do you, how do we talk about this? I want a little bit more information about um, Nat and her motivations. Yeah. I uh, forgot for like one whole second that there's a character named Nat. And I was like, my motivations are obvious. I really liked her as a character. 
Mm-hmm. I thought she was pretty great. And I would love to know a little bit more about, like, the one thing that kind of always held a little flat to me is, like, but why did she decide to play the games, essentially? Um, but, like, the mechanics behind the game, I want to know, like, who who's planning out the activities? Who yeah. is looking into, do they work together to form alliances behind the scenes, well, i.e. We, who's keeping we also- score? We also know that, like, the games are the same every year except when they shifted it because of obvious danger. But that, I think that was a very intentional thing. But do the judges even ever meet? Or do they do this all anonymously themselves? Because there's that, there's, like, we know that there's, like, some cell phones with, like, anonymous numbers on them. Like, so do they only communicate by text and they just don't know who each other is? No, I think it is anonymous because, remember, one of the judges says, I wonder who the other judge was. Do they? <laughs> yeah, that judge didn't know who the other judge was. They, I think, end up figuring out who the bag man was. Yeah. And we- so everybody knows the bag man, but they don't know the judge. Yeah. And you do get money to be a judge. So, like, is there, do you put your name on a list being like, anyone was, listening, I want to be... This was one of those other things that I it was really funny that we predicted because like at the beginning we're like what's the motivation behind being a judge and I was like maybe they get paid because like why else would you do it why would you put yourself in this situation I'm like if they get paid bank like obviously I would do this and we then also, it turns out they do get paid and I was like yes I mean I think Christina your point was like where are they getting this money from oh it's a, they did like, answer that eventually yeah but the the whole time I was like because the the lie they tell you this is as much as I'll, t- I'll say for the audience the lie they tell you is essentially everyone's like paying into this pot almost mm-hmm. so it's like everyone you know but that's contributing <laughs> it ends up being the that like oh the pot is okay I'm sorry the amount is fifty thousand dollars and I remember screaming how anyone in this fucking town <laughs> managed to get together to get fifty thousand dollars the people playing that game, majority of them were poor as fuck. But you're going to tell me they all band together to raise enough money to pay off one medical bill? Absolutely not. I don't believe it. And then as they go through, they explain a little bit more and you can understand where that $50,000 came from. But for like six, seven episodes, I'm like, $50,000, fuck off. If you had said 10000 I would have believed you. Twenty, maybe fifty. 50 in this town where it took uh, Heather four years to raise $200? Absolutely not. Yeah. And also, they don't, like, lay it all out for you so you understand. Like, you have to piece it together yourself, which, yeah, clever. This Love is, that. again, I, I think this is absolutely Lauren Oliver's doing because I think she does this a lot. I just don't think for certain books it doesn't come through because, like, she writes teen, right? Like, it's just, like you know what's going to happen in a teen book versus like this one was like a little bit more adulty. So she was able to like get away with a lot more. I think maybe she should just uh, transition to TV fully because the yeah. woman writes a good TV show. We were Fuck yes. hooked when oh. that book came out. So like I was a fan of her other stuff. I use quotes, but like when, when the book came out for this show, I did not care. They did not sell it very well to me. I never picked it up, didn't give a shit, and then here I, I am five years honestly, later. Honestly, I only picked it up because, A, I was working at Harper at the time, but also it was, like, one of her only other standalones at the time. And, like, mm-hmm. I was like, I need to read a standalone because I'm sick of fucking tra- teen trilogies. And she does a standalone great, so the fact that they're making this book a series now, I cannot. She had a, she, so she had a series <laughs> before this panic book came out. It was, like, dystopian, like, in that Delirium, divergent. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I remember the second book of that series being really, really... <laughs> 
Good. And I'm like, I guess I'm going to see that on Prime later. That's all Actually, I got to Actually, the second book in that series takes place during, I believe, there's a place called Meth Row, and it actually reminds me of Panic. <laughs> I think she actually took inspiration from that second book hmm. from Meth Row and, like, built it into Carp. Like, it very much feels like that. There's a moment that feels like Panic in there that I was like, ooh, that's, like, interesting. And talking about season two again, um, I think as much as I make fun of Steph for only being interested in the romance, I do actually agree that I like the idea of it being like four or five years later. They're Mm -hmm. all suddenly back in this town. You find out where everyone is. But I actually am very interested in the actual game itself. So I think it would be fascinating to find everyone get together, find out that the game is in fact still going on and that each year it's just been getting crazier and crazier somehow, even though they thought that the person that was behind that is completely gone. And I'd love for them to end up being the people who are investigating, trying to find out what's going on, because they would definitely be better at it than the cops. Hilarious thought. <laughs> what they if play she again. Turns... It's like the Hunger Games. No, no. Hilarious thought. What if she turns this into a fucking dystopian, but the game is still happening? <laughs> so it's like delirium, but it's with panic in it. But she just combines her worlds. How weird would that be? I mean... Who, that tiger's on the loose could be <laughs> doing stuff behind the scenes. or someone they come back to pool? town they come back to town and they're like oh someone from your graduating class is heavily involved in this game you gotta find who it is or they jump so far in the future that her sister is now a senior also yes and she's doing that game but <laughs> sorry we forgot that... to talk about the one female cop the one that you kept saying looks like a bird and you were like angry she... about she looks like, okay, like, matter, nothing, no meanest to the actress. The way that they position her in this show, in that uniform, and also, yes, her face, she looks like a bird. She is always, like, hunched out, like, her arms are wings. I'm sorry, she looked like a bird. I just, like, watching her try to solve crimes was, like, the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, her being like, it's Greek! I, I was think- just like, ma'am! I think the specific thing I said was, she looks like she's never had a thought before in her life. Oh, and then suddenly, every, like, she is using her whole brain power to solve these things mm-hmm. that every single teenager in this town figured out in five minutes. Like, yeah. the way the panic works is the judges or, or the organizers or whomever put together a code up somewhere so big that everyone can see it. And so everyone involved in the games has the tools they need to figure out what's going to happen. They only have like a day to solve that puzzle. Not even because they need to solve it pretty quickly so they can plan to be at the thing. And every single, like not a single one of these teenagers has a problem solving this puzzle, but it takes those fuckers 900 years to figure out that like it's Roman numerals. Like it, I can't, the sheer amount of time it takes them to figure out something that kids in a town that did not have a good education managed to figure out. Like you're going to tell me that that town is great at science. You're going to tell me that they had enough skill set to know what a Roman numeral even was. No, but they made it. And that bird cop put her whole body into solving that crime. And even then, she barely did. (laughs) Two people, two adult characters in this show are also in Cruel Summer. So so there's an Amazon Prime contract going around, just like Netflix. Yeah, the sheriff is in another show called Tell Me Your Secret. Tell me your secret. Okay, yeah, yeah, Prime has a Netflix contract. I literally watched that whole show in one sitting as well. Also excellent. Is that a Shanice recommendation? It was. 
Shanice Jeez. was like, you should watch the show. And then I was like, I'll watch an episode. I will say, I watched all of Tell Me Your Secret. I prefer Panic because wow. Tell Me Your Secrets got to a certain point near the end where I was like, excuse me. Now you're just doing things to do them. Or is it? <laughs> yes, it was. I don't think that Tell Me Your Secrets was as good at like leading you to the natural conclusion as Panic was. Tell Me Your Secrets was a little bit yeah. like, you absolutely you could not predict secret. a single thing. Like, I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Every moment was an attack. <laughs> Every single moment was violence like, on your person. I think I responded to like our group chat with Shanice. I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what am I yeah. looking at right now? I, I honestly can't even remember what those things are, but I just know that I'm offended still. What a ride, guys. What a ride. Honestly, sh- surprised how much I enjoyed this. Su- Ray Nicholson, you took me by surprise. You're on my list now to look out mm-hmm. for. How old are you, sir? Hold on. I got to make sure this 29? is legal. Yeah, I think he's oh, he's the same age as me. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I have to make sure this is legal. You think that is 17 years old? You think that body is what a 17-year-old looks like? You need, you need time and energy to get those pecs. He was clearly a grown man. I, that was one thing. Like, But did we care? Enough, no. They just enough maybe managed to suggest that they're teenagers. It helps that they were 18 about to start college, but those don't look like 17-year-olds. Like, and that always takes away from it because there's a moment where it's like almost not that impressive that they're doing what they're doing. Because I'm like, yeah, you're a grown person. But show me like a gangly teenager who is like fucking crossing a beam of like over a giant bridge. When Dodge is like working in the cafe, I fully thought he would just like owned the cafe. (laughs) a bar yeah i thought it was, <laughs> it was a bar like, you were okay so i just remember someone being like how is he serving drinks in a bar friends I she ordered a coke what <laughs> why is he working at the it looked like a bar and that's why we need them four years later who's still together who broke up who has a new boyfriend what's happening who stated like that's what i want that's what i need give it to me okay that's all i ask are they even filming it? Hold on. Let me look at Ray's IMDb. Is it even in post-production? It's not. They haven't even They haven't even said it's going to have a second season, did they? Second I don't know. I think they said that it might, but it hasn't panic. been announced if it's canceled or not. And on okay. that st- perfect staff note of, once again, only caring about their relationships and nothing else that happens <laughs> that's in the what show. My, that's my kryptonite. It's, it that's is. You love. know what? When you know what you like, you go for it. Listen, um, that we, is can, our... we always guess the plan we did a great we did a you great can always job. guess the plot you can never guess a romantic okay i'll stop i'll stop talking <laughs> that is our episode on panic that is our panic review uh recommend honestly highly if you have not seen the show yet genuinely go watch this show like i don't think we can highlight how actually good it was <laughs> and then come scream at us on Twitter and on Instagram at EatsCast. Uh, as I mentioned in our last episode, we probably will not have an Instagram post for this, but we will have a tweet about it and it will go up sometime during the week that this episode comes out. Will it go out the day this episode comes out? Hard to say. I have a job, so it might not happen. If you want our tweets to go up the day that our episode goes up, tell your friends to listen to Everyone and Their Sister, the podcast where... It's like listening to your friends who don't stop talking. Uh, Don't forget to rate and subscribe, especially if you're listening on iTunes. Uh, Thanks so much for listening to us. We, before I go, we do have a Pinterest just for you, Steph. Thank you. At everyone and their sister pod. Um, And let us know your thoughts on Panic once you go watch it. Please scream with us. Please send us pictures to join 
the Ray Nicholson Titty Fan Club because we do have a group chat for that specific interest that we mm-hmm. now all collectively have. We can mm-hmm. add you, you know? Like, it's an open yeah. uh, could be group. A, could be a big group. Could be this a is when we make group. a Facebook <laughs> group about it. <laughs> the Ray Nicholson t- We change our Twitter. It's not about EatsCast anymore. It's about Ray Nicholson's titties. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Bye. 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 He's also a short man. Which five nine. Short king. I mean like that's fine. That's how he has the bulk of his uh breastuses. (laughs) It's condensed. All his peck meat is condensed into an a B cup. It's like really supple and soft looking. Honestly, I just want to touch them. <laughs> I don't know why I feel like that was too far. But... That was too much.